What's up, everybody? Welcome to this special and juicy episode. Woo! It's Friday, so it's the end of the week. End of the month. End of the month. Yes. Oh, my God. And you know what? This weather in California has me feeling... Feeling... Can't talk. Feeling like summer hasn't even started. I know, but have you like seen the weather for this weekend? It's going to be disgusting. What is the weather? A hundred and freaking <gasps> nine. What? Yeah. This weekend's going to be horrible for me because I hate the freaking... Well, I do like the heat, but 109? Yeah. We're going to fucking be sweating our tetas out. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, honestly, I just... I don't care because I want summer to be here. Like, Mm -mm. I haven't been able to set up Gianna's little tiny pool out there because the weather is just not good for that. And there's so many cute summer outfits that she has that she can't wear because it's cold. I haven't even bought cute summer outfits because, honestly, it's not hot enough. It isn't. And you know what I just did? I bought Dobby. <laughs> so Dobby just turned six months. So half a year. So half a year. I bought him half a year. Uh, so it's a happy birthday little bone, a treat. So I'm going to cut it in <laughs> half because it's half his birthday. Because he's an extra dad. Yeah, I'm an extra uh, for dad. And then I also bought him a party hat that says half. <laughs> oh that's cute so yes so there will be a little photo shoot with him and you're gonna post it i'm gonna post it yeah i had to it's my first wait when was his half birthday <sighs> so it passed already it was june 24th oh okay yeah but you know i had to celebrate it it's my first dog that like i actually paid for and that you're grown up and, and I, you realize like what it is to take care of a dog yeah i had him since he was eight weeks so it's like it's my little kid it's yeah. my child it is yeah that's cute. I did that when Millie turned one. I bought her a little party hat that said number one, blah, blah, blah. And then one year, once I had Charlie, I think it was when Charlie turned one, we, the little fun, I took him to the beach. Oh. This year, so Millie's birthday is in July, July 16th, I believe. And Charlie, I don't really know. So I know he was born in July, but I don't yeah, remember no. asking like, the person that sold it to me like what date specifically so i never really found out which date i just knew it was in july so i just have them celebrate it together because they're both july puppies and so millie's gonna be five half Damn. a decade and charlie's gonna be three because millie's two years older than him that's so cute yeah wow so we shall see what i do for them so now that like it's friday the end of june what are you looking forward for the month of july Let's see. In July, so since you say the weather's finally going to be summer weather, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting in some pools. I don't have a pool of my (laughs) own, so if you got a pool, invite me. But uh, I'm looking up for that. Looking up. I'm looking forward. Forward. I was going to say out. Looking forward to that. And then Gianna has her tiny pool. I want to set that up. I want to take her to the zoo. So my three-week post-op, I haven't really checked when it would be, but this, I think it would be like in two weeks. I think so too, yeah. Yeah, so once that's up is when I'm able to get into pools. And once that's up is when I'm able to be like walking for long periods of time, I think. I don't know. I have an appointment with my doctor. YOLO. And yeah, and so I want to go to the zoo. I want to go to the aquarium. I guess things where I could take Gianna and then I want to have a barbecue at some point. Oh, yes. 
And then I saw this TikTok of this girl who cooks breakfast outside. Like she has like those like like grills that are like planchas, mm-hmm. you know, like where you make tacos. Yeah. But she makes like her pancakes and Ooh. her scrambled eggs and her little bacon outside. And I want to do that at some point too. That'd be cool. Yeah. What about you? Month of July, I I want to go to the the aquarium in the zoo. I for the past month I've been like, you know what? It's like I been wanting to go to the aquarium. I love sea otters. Didn't you go to the aquarium? I did, but there wasn't any sea otters, and those are my favorite okay animals. And there's one in Monterey. Oh so, yeah, that one's bigger. Yeah, so I want to go there, um, and then see what where the month of July takes me. Okay. I don't have nothing planned yet, but. But you're willing to... I'm willing to do... Any, let it take you. Let it take me. Let it go. Just like Frozen said, <laughs> let it go. No, but besides that, I don't have anything planned. Um, just besides working and just seeing how the month of July goes. Pretty much just staying inside. Oh, there's a 4th of July. I forgot about that. But uh, That's true. But that's... Do t- you work? I don't. Oh. So I don't know what I want to do. I want to do something. I want to go to the lake and watch the fireworks. But this time, when I go to the lake, I'm going to put some sunscreen I am looking at you, and you're a little bit sunburned. I am. I started peeling because you know what? Like I said on the reg- and on the, the esthetician in me. I know is like what the hell is this? <laughs> As you've seen, not seen, but heard on the previous uh, pod, like I was very stubborn on not putting any sunscreen on because you know what? Yellow. Why? Because it, you want the one you have has like a white cast. No, you just I, don't like the feeling. I just was already on the in the lake, and I was like, I don't want to go back. In outside in you know <laughs> put what? some sunscreen on f it i will get burnt i i'm too lazy to walk yeah and <laughs> oh i started God. peeling and it was so disgusting i remember right after like a couple of days after i started peeling and i would go to the store and people were like looking at me and i'm like it's not like fucking and i bet you were so red because your skin gets really red my forehead was red they call me the freaking le- red lobster. <laughs> They're like, you look like Sebastian from freaking... No, is it Sebastian? Sebastian from Little Mermaid? Yeah, is that the crab? It, no, isn't Sebastian her, her prince? No, Seba- no, Flound- no, Flounder is the the fish. I, think- I haven't watched... I mean, I watched it when I was little, but like that new mermaid movie, I do want to go watch it. But I think Sebastian is the prince. No, it's not. No, Sebastian is the crab. Wh- who's the, What's the prince's name? I don't know. Hmm. I didn't really like that. Oh, the mermaid was one of my favorite characters one of my birthdays i i don't know how old i was i just know because of pictures and not that i remember i think i was like three. 21 no i think <laughs> i was like three or four my birthday was a little mermaid cake now see the little mermaid is not one of my like best movie disney movies that i like mine one is beating the, not beating the yeah beating the beast beating the beast is cute um i love that movie and i also love whenever they did the whole live action one uh-huh. with emma watson amazing i think i did watch it oh i did i did watch it and then the other one is um, Tangled, which was Rapunzel. Uh-huh. Those are my favorite two Disney movies. I'll get back to you on that. I forget movies, to be honest. You just need to watch them more. I, uh, yeah, I suck at watching TV. I can't sit down. I know. I have seen you. I when- have ants in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching TV and you're on your phone constantly. I just, I, I cannot. Not paying attention. I have a short attention span and I think... It has gotten shorter and shorter as I get older. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So, today's episode. It's a very juicy episode. Uh, You guys sent in some good, good cheese me. Thank you for that. And 
You know what's the best chisme? The one that's not about you. That is true. <laughs> that is true. The best chisme is the one that's not about you or relates to towards you. Yeah, that you have no clue like where it comes from, but it's chisme. And even though you don't know where to relate it to, you're like, yes, this is juicy. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But we got some opinions. We got some answers. We're experts. Yes, we're experts on this, please. Yeah, so we're going to give you our expert advice. advice. And follow them, please. And yeah, and not going <laughs> to lie, though, some of these I'm like, oh, my God, what what should this person do? Like, some of them are, are, are I don't know, there's some tough situations. That is true, yeah. Shall we get started? We should. We shall. Okay, so in the month of June, we had this question what do you call it advice column for the whole month of june where like the month of june we were just collecting people's issues people's chismes people's questions and then on the very last day of june we were gonna answer them and so here we are it's the last day of june let's answer those questions let's get started who's first you are okay so i'm just reading it off like literally as it got written into us or typed in whatever literally just reading it off okay so this one says la suegra metiche how to respond to her unnecessary comments that are uncalled for i feel like i should say something but since she's my suegra i feel like i should just bite my tongue or is there a respectful way to talk shit back oh so it's a two-part question should we answer that one and then go on to the next part yeah okay so this is a hard one because I can't relate, number one, but it still sounds annoying as hell. Yeah. Because this is a tough situation because if you do talk shit to la suegra, how are you and your husband, you know, or your boyfriend or your significant other? Like, is he going to get butt hurt? That's or, true. Or yeah. are you guys a team where he's like, oh, understanding of it? Yeah. See, I can't relate either. I think I would, if I was in that situation, I would be like, hey, it's like that comment that you just said it, like, but I would say it politely. It's like that comment that you just said it was like very uncal- uncalled for, but in a very polite way, but still that it would sound kind of, it will sound kind of shitty, like very mean. No, I think there's always a polite way of saying things. It's just sometimes like how, how this person says that they're unnecessary comments that are uncalled for, like. When you go home and you prep your comment, sometimes it can sound nice. But when you don't prep it and you just respond on the spot, which it sounds like the swag guy is going to constantly make these comments. So you're bound to respond on the spot and it's not going to sound that nice. But if she likes to make these uncalled for comments on the be, spot, then she, she, tiene que aguantar, yeah, she right? should be ready for that freaking me not coming back. Yeah, because at some point she knows she should know that nobody just stays quiet forever. Yeah. Girl, you better pop off. Take we her, support. <laughs> take that weave off. Pop off, girl. I think <laughs> she does need to pop off. I'm guessing it's a she. I think she... Oh, yeah, obviously. It says my suegra. Um, I do think she needs to pop off in a very respectful way. Like, like this person says, re- respectfully talk shit back. So I would like to know, like, at least give me one example of an unnecessary comment. Like... What do you think is an unnecessary comment? I don't know. 
like having opinions on how you should raise your kids or like having an opinion on what you're dressed like. Yeah. That's that's annoying. Or there's like been times where never like, I I can't relate because I don't have a suegra, but like there's times where like they talk to you about your weight. I was like, Ooh. ay, te miras bien. Te, ay, te miras, estás engordando. Estás engordando. I was like, oh, la ropa te está quedando muy chiquita. And yeah, I'm those like, are uncalled for. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we don't know what your uncalled comments are. But if you're saying they're unnecessary, we trust you, queen. Yeah. They're unnecessary. And I think at some point, you do have to say something because you deserve respect like you're worried about like not talking shit back because you're like oh my god like it it might be disrespectful but is she worried about disrespecting you constantly with her unnecessary comments and uncalled for comments no she's not so you're gonna have to say something back and and you know maybe go home think about it a little bit word it in your brain before like oh if she were to say something again like maybe this is how i'm gonna start it that way doesn't sound extremely rude we don't want to cause issues with like the husband, the boyfriend, whatever. But I think also she needs to talk to her to her significant other. I think so too. And I feel like if she let's just say, for example, she's like she tells me today, or whoever tells me that unnecessary comment, like go home and then think about it and then the next time you are in a setting, be like, Hey, that comment that you said these other days, like I didn't like it. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Go home, think about that come back yeah because i think if you say it like on the spot it's gonna come off like mean it's gonna come out like bitchy and everything yeah and then that's whenever the problems are going to start happening with the swagger is going to be very um she's gonna get offended and then she's gonna go to the husband or the yeah, partner if she's close to her yeah, son or the partner mm-hmm. and it's gonna be like so your girlfriend or boyfriend said this blah blah blah, blah and it's gonna cause a lot of uh, problems yeah and then i'm sure if this suegra likes to make unnecessary comments, and I don't know how often you see your suegra, but let's just say often, I'm sure one or two of those comments are constant repeated comments where it's like, it's not a new comment. So then you can already prep those. Yeah. If you know that she likes to come up with those comments frequent, like the same ones or whatever. True that girl. Mm-hmm. Because you, nobody deserves to, and that I want them So from anybody. True that. Okay. Part two to this question. Who? Or wanting to go out with my family but my partner always wants to invite and include the suegra am i just being jealous and rude because i don't have my mom close by i rather save an argument because he will get booty tickled if i tell him i want our family time see my opinion with that is i think it's not fair that he's inviting like or his partner's inviting the suegra on every occasion because like the mom she doesn't have his mom. Like, her mom is not close by. It's, like, far away. Uh-huh. I just feel like it's it's not fair, and also they should have some family time with them two together. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think too much is too much of yeah. anything. When you can never hang out with somebody too much because it becomes too much. Yeah. That it is what it is. And my advice to that, because she does say, like, or he, that... The partner will get booty tickled if they tell him something, which is why she he avoids the whole situation. But I think at some point you have to talk about it with him. And you don't have to be rude, but you just could be like, you know what? 
when we hang out by ourselves, like I really, like I feel closer to you and I feel like a different vibe. And sometimes I miss that. Like, what do you say we go on do X, Y, and Z, just the two of us. And then, and then provide like another, like, oh, and then on this day, we invite your mom to this. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. Be like, hey, if the partner says like, hey, can I invite my mom over so we can go to this? I'm like, hey, like, I am just thinking about us two today. Because we haven't had a long time together. We haven't had a date. Mm -hmm. It's like we should have a date together. And then next time we go out, we can invite your mom. And I'm questioning, like, how does the suegra always get included and invited? Like, does the suegra live with them? Because then it's kind of hard. Yeah. You know, because then she just feels like, well, I'm a part of this family. I got to go with you kind of thing. True. Because if they don't live with you, they truly don't have to know your every move. So it's like, that's a, that's tough. Unless they sneak out and they, when they <laughs> <laughs> my gosh, they're like, sorry, we're gonna go out. See you later. No, I do think a conversation needs to be had. No, yeah. And if at all costs you want to avoid this conversation, then purposely make a plan when you know she absolutely cannot go. This sounds kind of petty, but that's very smart. <laughs> that's the only way. Where he's not going to get butt hurt and she's not yeah, going to know. Marlene for president. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. A great response. Gracias. A veces pienso. Marlene 20... Marlene 28? for 2028? Yeah. Or Is that the next time we're going to have a new president? 2024, I think. I don't know, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> number two. Next one. How long should... You be working for a company before asking for a raise. That is a great question. To be honest, I would say... I'm going to let you answer because I already have mine in in my brain. I will say like two years. I would say one. One? I guess like if if this is your first job ever... It may be a little different. Like maybe you need to gather some experience first and this and that and then be like, look, I can do this, this and this. I'm an asset to you because of this. And I'm thinking of, I don't know, broadening my horizons and I might find a different job if I don't get a raise here because it's not working out. If you don't have experience in this at all. So you may have to wait the two years. But I feel like if you come from a different job, whatever, you've had previous experience and this is your new job, I think after a year. I think after a year, if you put in the work and you were busting your ass off and they saw that you're a hard worker and that you're an asset to this company, to this place, to whatever you're doing, if they appreciate you, then I think after a year. That's true. But also there's uh, there's another thing with that is I've had a job before whenever I would start started a minimum wage and then I was there for like a couple of years and of course I would get a raise and then the new people would start and they would be making the same amount of money. Yeah, because they start off higher. Yeah, and I'm like, how is that fair? It's like, I've been here for freaking three to four years and they're making the same type of money that I, not the same type of money, but the same wage that I'm making. It's like, yeah. how is that fair? Like, if they're going to be raising the minimum wage or whatever the... That it needs to raise the rest of the people. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's not fair that I have been working for three to four years. I have better experience. I have known what I'm doing for the past three, four years, and this person's making the same type of money I am. Well, what's the minimum wage right now? To be honest, I don't know. 
Probably 18. 19. Okay, so let's just say the minimum wage is 18.50 and it took you 3 years to get to 18.50, yeah. but then this new person gets hired and they're like, "Here's 18.50." Then you feel like, "Where's my 3 bucks?" Yeah. It's unfair. And I just feel like in that situation you should talk to your management like, "Listen, it's like it's not fair that this person starting the same like starting in 18.15 when I'm making 18.55." Yeah. I've been in this company for 3 years. I have done this. You guys know my work ethic, and it's unfair that I'm making the same amount of money the new person's making when you don't even know how that person's working. And literally, it will sometimes be an absolutely new to the workforce person yeah, when and, you have experience. Yeah, and that person does not know what's going on with the whole company, the whole what, how the department runs and everything. Yeah, and honestly, it depends on the kind of job it is, though, because like when I was a teacher, you're on a pay scale yeah. where you get paid more every year. And so I... I could say I want more, but it is what it is. You s- literally see that pay scale that when you sign your contract, it, it says oh, anybody can look up how much a teacher makes. And yeah. you can make more if you get your master's. You can make more if you get certain credentials. But like some jobs, you really can't just go talk to somebody. That's true. Yeah, It just depends on what kind of job you have. Because, yeah, like you said, there's that pay scale. Yeah. But if, if the possibility exists, I think after a year, yeah. even if, if, if you're new, Go talk to them. That way they know that on year two, it's coming. But whenever you're telling them, like, be able to support your your response. like As uh, to why. As to why. Like, be like, A, B, and C. Oh, like, these are the reasons why. A, B, and C. Not be like, I want to raise. When you have yeah. been calling in sick every week. You yeah, freaking you gotta, show up you gotta deserve it. Yeah. Like, you show up late. You want to go home early every time. And you don't do your job correctly. Yeah, your work ethic has to speak for what you're asking to. Yeah. Yeah. I true, agree true. With you. Yeah. Okay. Next one for you. Turno. How do I explain this situation? It's very annoying to ignore. LOL. But if you are at a place having some family time and just certain stuff one person does annoys you, so you just decide to always leave, should I just ignore the stuff the person does and stay or actually speak up about it? This is very broad and I'm not sure because, like, is the stuff this annoying person is doing, is it serious stuff where it's affecting your family, where it's affecting them in a negative way? Or is it just like literally like, oh, this person likes to chew loudly next to me. I'm annoyed. <laughs> Goodbye. You know? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, I, if I was in that situation... If I was in that situation, I would be like, peace out. I'm going to leave. Every t- So it seems like because she, this person says it's very annoying, annoying to ignore, but it seems like, like their family time happens around this person often. That's what it seems like. So what, you're just going to leave every time? Yeah. Just I just wouldn't show up. But it's just like ignoring that thing like constantly, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get to a point where you're just going to blow up. So I just feel like not either showing up or just like dipping then. I think if what this person does, this certain stuff this person does is kind of serious stuff, just don't show up anymore. Yeah. Like you don't deserve to be around that. And if you show up with your family, as it says, family time, your family members don't deserve that either. Much less your kids. If you have kids, yourself you don't deserve to be around those vibes if if these are some serious things serious stuff like i don't know what it is if it even if it's 
I guess if it's little things, what could you think is annoying? That's a little thing. Probably the whole chewing thing. Or like them, or this like family member talking smack that you've known, I guess. But I think if it's talking smack, it wouldn't be a little thing. Yeah, that would be big. Yeah, that would be big. Because like you can, you can ignore the, them talking smack for a couple of like couple times, but then it's going to get to the point where it's going to be annoying and it's going to get to you and you're going to just blow up and it's going to cause this cause this huge scene and everything. Yeah, I just wish I wish I could know what's at least one of the certain stuff. But it, it sounds serious. It sounds like you just don't even need to show up, to be yeah. honest. And it sucks because you probably want to go to hang out with the rest of your family members. So if you start not showing up, now you're going to be excluded every time because it sounds like this person always shows up. But so I, that's what sucks. But I feel like if this person does, like starts not showing up, they're going to be like, oh, what's wrong? What's going on? And then you can be like, well, this person... Whatever this person does annoys me, and that's why I don't want to show up because I don't want to cause a, a scene. Yeah. And maybe then they will talk to that person and go from there. Yeah. But then if that happens, then maybe the other person won't show up, and then there goes family time. Yeah, I just it's hard because it's very, yeah, it's very I difficult. am imagining some situations, like my own real life situations, where like if it's very serious, don't show up anymore. Make it a point. And if those people, your family members care for you to hang out with them, then there's going to be a change there. And I'm not saying that just because they don't change, they don't stop inviting this person that, you know, they don't care about you. Cause sometimes it's like, it goes deeper than that. And yeah. it's just like a lot of baggage behind the whole situation. But like, it sounds like you're completely uncomfortable as soon as that person is in sight. So I think that. It's best to, yeah, to leave or not show up if you know they're there. But, because this person said, or actually, or do I actually speak up about it? But I think... That's always an option, too. It's an option, yeah. That's good. Speaking, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you just don't know how the other person will react about that comment. Maybe not make it... A huge... A, yeah. Yeah. A huge scene. Maybe like, oh pull them aside yeah. and have like a one-on-one conversation. I think that's possible. That's a, yeah. Marlene, you are coming with a great advice. Soy filosofa. Filosofa? I don't, I think so. Sure. That's what I am. <laughs> like you are coming with like the best advice ever. <laughs> don't listen to me. Listen to Marlene, please. I am the expert. Yeah. I'm not, I'm just a fucking dumbass. No, no, no. <laughs> I just, I think because I can think of certain things in my life. So that, that's why. Okay your turn next one how do you mentally ignore others opinions on what you are doing especially when uh when what you are doing makes you happy but it doesn't seem to be approved by the people that you love most oh this is a good one because listen i was at the same point a couple not a couple months but a couple years ago when i was always thinking it's like what if this per- like what if my best friends or my family does not approve of what i'm doing and it would like this thought would always come to my mind and then be like, you know what? If they don't approve, that it's not a good thing. So I'm going to stop doing whatever I'm doing. And then... And you would stop. I would stop. And then it would be like, the what ifs. Like, what if I would have done this? What would I have happened? So my advice is don't... Sorry for my language, but don't give a fuck what other people are going to say. Don't give a fuck of what other opinions are. Because at the end of the day, you are living your life and you are doing whatever you want to do with your life. And what makes you happy. Yes, whatever makes you happy, do it. Let's, for example, if you want to go to school and be a, a film director, because that's what I wanted to, wanted to be before mm-hmm. I pursued this, just do it. 
It's your life, not anybody's life. Just do whatever you want to do because it's going to make you happy. And then at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, you can be like, at least I tried it. And I know this is not for me. Yeah. There we go, Edgar for president. Damn. Damn. (laughs) No, and also, nobody is you. Nobody is you and nobody ever will know what it takes to me to make to make you happy. Yeah. Like, yeah, they could be like, oh, well, I would be prouder if you did this. Or, you know what? I think this is the more secure route. I really think it's dumb that you're doing this route instead. Or it could be something as simple as like, well, I don't like tattoos and I think they're tacky. Why are you getting a tattoo? And whatever. End of the day, this is your life. And you're going to do... <clears throat> always happens (laughs) and you're gonna do what makes you happy and sometimes sadly the people that you love most have the most opinions because because they're worried for you because they want the best thing for you and so they come up with their opinions i think out of the best place of their heart without realizing that like just support them just support them and 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 let it be is probably the best but Sometimes when you love somebody so much, if it's if it's your mom, if it's your aunts, if it's your cousins, I don't know, your closest friends who are the ones that are like, you know, having all these opinions, it can get really hard to shut those out because they are people that you care about. Yeah. Because I remember like the first time that I wanted to move out, my parents were like, why are you moving out? It's like, you can stay here and you can save money and all that stuff. Like, yeah, that sounds great. But I feel like moving out was a one of the best things that has ever happened to me because it made me feel it made me independent it made me realize what, how it is to be independent and now that i like and like, you loved living alone yeah i love living alone and it taught me like now i need to do this for myself if i need to do errands i couldn't be like hey mom you're going to the store can you buy me this now i have to go outside mm-hmm. you have to make the time make the time make yeah because making time is very difficult once you're an adult and adulting sucks but now, like when I live by myself, like I'm able to do all the things for myself and not for not have anybody else do them for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I can relate to this because I feel like when I first decided to leave the teaching world, I was very worried about what everybody else was going to think and my parents. And this was something they were so proud of me for doing, you know, for going to school and and receiving my bachelor's and getting my credential and teaching. And I did it for half a decade. Like, that's a long time. Yeah. And it was really hard because, yeah, there was opinions everywhere. And then when Gianna was born, it was like, well, when I was pregnant, let's not even go when Gianna was born. When I was pregnant, then some of the people would be like, oh, well, you shouldn't go back to work because now you're going to have a baby. Like, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, well, hold up. Who, who told you that you should tell me what to do? Like, well, how do you know what I want to do? What if that's not what I want to do. And that doesn't make me happy. And if I do want to stay, it's because I want to stay, not because you're telling me. Then later when I did stay, because I wanted to be a stay at home mom, then people were like, well, then what are you doing? Like you're wasting your, your bachelor's degree. You're wasting all that hard work you did, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, at the end of the day, you can't keep people happy. Keep yourself happy. Yeah. Like when it came to your situation about the whole teacher thing, like I just feel like there comes to a point, like even though you went to school for that, and you got your degree for that but there comes to a point where you stop loving what you are doing yeah and when you don't love it you're not gonna be happy and you're just gonna be like oh let me stay here because everybody else would be more proud of me and happy for me but i'm not happy for me yeah and that's the point whenever you're like you know what 
this doesn't make me happy. And I don't like this because I'm gonna. I'm, you're going to a job, and you're dreading to be there. You're not happy to be there mm-hmm. anymore. So that's when you need to be like, you know what? There needs to be change. I don't care what pe- other people are going to say about this whole situation. Because at the end of the day, this is my life. I need to make. I need to do something to make myself happy. Yeah. I don't need anybody else's approval. If they don't, if they don't approve, then who gives a fuck? That's it. Yeah. That is the phrase that you need to live by. Who gives a fuck? It's your <laughs> life. You do the life that you want to do. You make what you, you do whatever you, you want to do. You make your own happiness. Yeah. Nobody else. Yeah. Damn. Mic drop. Bam. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. It is. Oh, it's my turn, huh? Yes. What number are we on? Numero cinco. Oh, this is going by fast. Okay. So this is in Spanish mostly the whole thing pretty much so here we go guys i am a uh, fluent in spanish <laughs> why <laughs> no, are you laughing because you lost in the Yosavo game <laughs> you're not fluent uh, i am fluent in spanish if here. you need help just look at me and i will translate it for you okay thanks <laughs> it says oh my god como le dices a tus in-laws que limp- <laughs> wow let's start all over que limpian? <laughs> oh my god como le dices a tus in-laws que limpien su desmadre tengo como tres años que vive la familia de mi esposo con nosotros. Al principio no era problema. Dejaban trastes y pues yo los lavaba. Ya ves, por querer quedar bien. I roll. Pero ya como que para limpiarles es demasiado. I've thought about being petty and just buying all disposable stuff. Plates, cups, etc. Or even setting all their dishes to the side and only washing my husband's and mine. That's a good one. Ooh. So pretty much the question is, ¿Cómo le dices a tus in-laws que limpien su desmadre? Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> limpien su pinche desmadre, por favor. Limpienselo. <laughs> limpienselo. Eh? <laughs> no, no, limpienselo. Like, limpien el puto desmadre. Oh, también. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, that's hard. When in-law stuff is just hard because you don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah. I just feel like if, for me personally, I would buy either... Like she said, um, or uh, this person said, buy the plastic, the disposable stuff. Yeah, and then what if they don't even throw that stuff away? That's going to be so annoying. Well, then that's whenever you go to the second step where she says, or this person said, um, putting the stuff away on the side and just doing her husband and hers. Okay, well, first of all, it sounds like it says... Tengo tres años que vive la familia de mi esposo con nosotros. So that means that this is your home. They came into your home and you're having to clean after them. That's a no-go. I think that you have all of the right in the world to talk to them because this is your home. And before they moved in, if this wasn't the problem, or let's say it was, at least it was, it was like your own dishes or whatever. You have the right to be like, look, like I have all these other things to do with my day. Like it would be really nice if you could just wash the dishes after yourself. Like that would help me a lot. Like that's the only thing I need help with. Yeah. Like there's nice ways of saying things. And I think that if this person doesn't speak up, it's going to continue happening. Like you're bound to go buy those freaking disposable plates and cups and they're bound to leave them everywhere and guess what i, I would be extra pissed off yeah, when that happens because now you have to throw that away yeah because it your plan didn't work and now you're still having to clean after them so i think just something needs to be said 
if that happens, I would be like, I would be petty and be like, oh my God, fíjense, aquí está la, el tambo de la basura. Aquí se pones los vasos y los platos. Well, not it, los, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think just, yeah, continue washing what's your family's stuff. And I know that your suegros and their fam, and, you know, they're also your family, but at the end of the day, nobody likes picking up after anybody. And much less when you don't feel like those people belonged in your home before. And this is not just saying because they're suegros or whatever. Like, I feel like I would, I would never have that issue. Like, my in-laws, my parents, they're both totally great people. Like, I don't think I would have that issue ever. And we each live in our house. And just like, how, what is it saying? El, el muerto y el arrimado al tercer día pesta. What is I it? I don't even know. Something like that. You know, it, it just, at the end of the day, everybody needs their own space, their own place. And then you could go make a mess in your place. Yeah. Not somebody else's. If they're letting you live there for whatever the reason may be, please clean after yourself. And if they're not, girl, you have the you have the right of passage to go say something. Kick them out. Be like, bye. Joking. Don't do that. <laughs> no, just say, hey, like, me ayudarías con lavar los platos. Por favor. Please. El único like, que es lo, yeah. El único que le estoy preguntando que si puedan. El único uh, que le pido, like. Que le pido que le lave, si puede lavar los trastes. Por yeah. favor. Y nomás los de usted, no yeah. para nadie más. Nomás esos. Y limpien. Uh, Just, lo que hagan ustedes. Limpien. Es lo de ustedes yeah. y lo que hagamos nosotros, yo. Yeah. Yo soy responsable por eso. I think that's the great, that's the best response she can say. Yeah, because it's been three years and it already got old. It's bound to. And I feel like three years. Is, old. Three years is good enough for like knowing boundaries and stuff like that. Yeah. Hay gente que no tiene vergüenza, to be honest. I know. I would not be able to. Like, even whenever I would be staying with my parents, like, for a couple, like, a weekend, I would clean up after myself. Yes, there's times where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this. And my mom will clean, like, after my mess. But there's times where I'm like, no, it's like, it's my place, it's my stuff. So I'm going to clean it. So I tell her, it's like, hey, Emma, no limpes, eh, no laves esos trastes porque los voy a lavar yo. And I get up to do something. Because I'm kind of come back. I'm waiting for her to finish washing the dishes. And she's already washing them. Like, mm-hmm. bruh, bruh. And I feel like there's a lot about like los suegros y la suegra and this and that. And at the end of the day, it's not even about if you're la suegra and el suegro. It's about if anybody leaves their mess and I have to clean after you, I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. It is annoying. It sure is. So pop off, girl. Yes, pop off. Take her weave off. Snatch <laughs> that weave off and be like, listen. Respectfully. I, yeah, get it from the hair and be like, listen, aquí se lavan los trastes, por favor. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't do that. No, no, no. Just be a grown-up about it. Talk to them. If they're going to continue living at your house, this is bound to get more old. Hablando se entiende la gente. That's true. Next question. Next one. Oh, this is a big one. It says, should, should we book... Should. <laughs> <laughs> should. It's in English. Yeah. <laughs> should I trust <laughs> It says, should we both continue keeping ourselves in the friend zone? So I, 27 female, and a friend also, 27 male, that we seem to always put each other in the friend zone. We've been friends for 10 years, and a few times we've tried to go date, but nothing ever aligned for us, but always just remain friends. He's lived his life, got married, and two kids with his, with his then wife, but, <laughs> but is now divorced. I also live my life, although it hasn't, 
It wasn't the same path as his, but I went to university and graduated and had one serious relationship, though, through that time. Now that we're both single, we've been messaging, talking on the phone, FaceTiming, and just hanging out, but obviously as friends and no strings attached. He recently confessed how he truly feels about me, that he's li- he liked me this whole time we've been friends, but doesn't want to act on it and ruin our friendship. It's a bit confusing because all the myth- mixed signals he's given me these past years. I'm not sure if I should finally tell him how I feel that I always had those feelings and see if our relationship would work, or if I should just leave it and just remain friends and always have that what if in the back of my head and it might have worked. Oh my God, this is, this is a telenovela. <sighs> that is a telenovela. See, I just feel you're 27 years old now. You guys already did your life and he's divorced, he's single now. I just feel like you should pursue it. And you've been friends for 10 years yeah. since you were 17. So you know this person, like, you know this person more than anybody else knows this person and vice versa. Like, just go for it. Like, the worst thing that can happen, yes, it can ruin the friendship, but if you guys are grown adults, you guys can still remain as friends. You know what I'm saying? I just say, tell tell your friend how you feel about him. Yeah, just, he already told you he likes you. Yeah, so what is, like, just do it and see what happens. And, like, if you don't do it, it it's going to be like the what ifs. Like, what if this was my soulmate? What if this is the one that got away from? Like, Katy Perry song. but what if this is the person like what if he's the one like just do it i say so if it's been 10 years of friendship first of all i have one question so they stayed friends while he got married divorced blah 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 like yeah that's a whole other thing i would like to discuss but anyways if you stayed friends and you have liked him but you guys have kept each other in the friend zone but you've kept each other for 10 years for whatever reason. Even though you guys are just friends, you you have kept each other informed and you hang out or whatever. He already confessed he likes you. You like him. This life is too short for a what if. Yeah. And there's that saying that's like, right person, wrong timing. Ooh. Maybe your friend, like... Whenever you guys were going on dates, it was the right person, but wrong timing. And now it's the right... Yeah, you were 17. Yeah, now it's the right person, right time. He's single. He's divorced. Yes, he has two kids. But now it's a new life. It's a new chapter. It's the right timing. I say go for it. The worst thing that can happen is, yes, you guys break up. But you guys already remained in friends. Yeah, break up the friendship. No, but like... What do you mean break up? Like break up the relationship but oh, not the friendship like, like if something happens yeah you guys can you guys can continue to be friends okay here's what it is this is silly they're afraid of not having each other because you know that in a relationship that if things don't go well so they've been friends for 10 years mm-hmm. and i'm i'm guessing they've had each other's back for these 10 years and so they're afraid of not having each other because then if they get into a relationship and something goes wrong, you know that relationships can get messy and then they may never have each other. But if you have that fear, it's because you really, really freaking like this person and you really want them in your life. And if you really want them in your life, because it looks like that's your fear to not have them in your life one day, then there's nothing to lose. You both want that. Yeah. And just go for it. Go for it. You need to go for it. Take that risk and just fall in love with him. You only live once. You only live once. And just, you know, I don't know. 
<laughs> no, just go for it. Just seriously, just go for it and see where it takes you. It could take you to like getting married with him and Be- starting a huge family with because him. Because you know what's worse? Continuing being friends, knowing that you're both single, and then because you neither of you want to act on it, one of you starts talking to somebody else and gets into another relationship. But then guess what? Their significant other might be like, well, why do you always talk to her? Why do you always talk to him? So then you're still not going to have each other. So at the end of the day, your fear will come true if you don't just tell him. And Yeah, and also whenever if that person, other person gets in a relationship, you're going to be jealous of that per- other person's boyfriend And then or that's going to be a whole other crappy feeling. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I just say, just go for it. Just, just go for it. You've been friends for already for 10 years. You've known this person for 10 years. You've known their up and downs. Yeah, you know what triggers them. So you know that you're not going to push those buttons to trigger them unless you're petty and you want to push the buttons, push the buttons, but you shouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, you know, this person for 10 years, just go for it. He already confessed your love. Now it's your turn to confess your love towards yeah, him. Be- but the thing that throws me off is where he's giving the mixed signals and that he's like, Oh, but maybe we should remain friends. Like, but let me tell you, you know? something as a guy, as a guy, guys give out mixed signals. So the other so here's my thing. So here's how guys work. Just just because I'm a gay guy does not mean that I know that how. That you're not a guy? <laughs> I, know, I don't know how straight guys work, but I do. Okay, let's hear it. So what guys do is they give you one day, or not a, one day, like three days of their all whole undivided attention. And then when they know that the, they have the girl on their hands, they pull back. Because then that girl is going to be like, oh shit, why is he being not? Like, not, why is he not paying attention? Yeah, anymore? so then the girl comes to him. And it goes back and forth, back and forth. So then are you saying that's how the guy know if, knows if the girl's also interested? Yes. And that's how they give him the mixed signals. Okay. We're going to go off that theory. So that means it's your turn. He just said, I like you, but maybe we should just say friends to see what you're you, going to say. Because yeah, if you say, okay, let's remain our friends. And he's like, okay, she doesn't like me. Yeah. But you're FaceTiming, texting, seeing each other, all the things that, uh, relationship does a relationship does or situationship whatever grab it while you can yeah before before he leaves or you leave onto different paths get over this fear do it tell him you like him just become a thing see if it works or if it doesn't and if it doesn't work then you try it and if it does work great the 10 years were worth it and then (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) joking no but i just say just go for it just see where that ride takes you and go from there ride the wave ride the wave girl ride it surf it up surf up bro so we are going to be taking a small little break and when we continue when we continue when we come back we will continue with reading more of these responses more juicy stuff more juicy stuff okie dokie bye bye And we are back and better. <laughs> you know it, girl. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so is it my turn? It's your turn. Question number, not question number seven, response number seven. Okay, let's see. I am starting to have feelings towards my best friend. I have known him for about 16 years, childhood besties. There are times that we flirt with each other, but I am just afraid that if I tell him that I like him, our friendship will end. This is like that other. 10 years being friends but i'm afraid to tell him but you stay friends for this long but i feel like this one's different because like they don't they didn't the other person didn't confess their love towards the other person nobody confessed yeah so they don't know 
what the other person feels. And it's like. kind of hard, like childhood besties. Be- yeah. I just oh. I don't know because I want to say the same response I said to the other one because the other one had like backup information. This one's kind of like it's kind of vague. So like I just feel like I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of difficult. I think. I don't even know what do I think. So if they're okay, so it says I have I am starting to have feelings toward my best friend. True. So maybe you know after sixteen years now you're starting to have feelings towards what you consider your best friend. Mm-hmm. And I think that you should always be dating somebody you can consider your best friend. So that's one point. One green flag there <laughs> is that whoever you date should be like your best friend. Yeah. The thing is that they're childhood besties. So this person might not ever think like, oh, I think she likes me or I think he likes me because they've been friends and, and you, he, they might even see you as a sibling. That is true. Like my sis, my bro. Yeah. And we don't know how old they are. So they might be like, because it's 16. Childhood 16 besties. years. So Let's just say like in they're their 16. Early 20s, I mean. If they're 16 or in above. Like 25 and to 30. But there are times that we flirt with each other. But there's times like flirting can be different because like I can think that someone's flirting with me and that person can be just like being friendly. True. And when you think you like when you like somebody, you can think, oh, they're flirting with me and they're really just being themselves. Yeah. Because that's how I am. Like I. I know, exposing himself like i know when i'm flirting i know when i'm flirting but there's times where i'm just like super freaking friendly and they think that i'm flirting with them and i'm like no i'm like i'm being just friendly i'm being myself i still think though just you should it. always act on your feelings yeah. yeah and if you're starting to have feelings and even if they're your childhood besties it's been 16 years which is long enough to know in these 16 years, you probably know a bunch of things that you didn't like about them anyways. Yeah. And, and then you still have feelings for them. I just say go out on, go out in one date and see how it goes. And then if you don't like how that person is, then just remain as friends. I think be honest. Yeah. Be honest. Be like, you know what? I know we've been friends for a long time, but I'm kind of starting to get feelings for you. I and just, yeah. just propose to them. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> to them. Like, yeah, just be honest and be like, hey, like, I was just wondering if we can go on one date and go from there. But what if they don't want to, like... If the other person doesn't want to, then... Like, you're just going to pop off and go that serious immediately? Just have, yeah, just have a serious conversation and be like, hey, like, listen, it's like, I feel like I'm starting to have feelings for you. I just wanted to see if we can go on a date and go from there. And if the other person says no, then, okay, we can just be friends. And, and go from there. I think it shouldn't be taken that serious that fast. Like, maybe they can be like, hey, I'm kind of starting to catch feelings for you. I know we've been friends for a long time, but I'm starting to catch feelings for you. And then see what the other person says. If it doesn't get awkward and you continue to be friends, then bring up a date thing. Like, because then it's going to be like, hey, bestie, you want to go on a date? Like, whoa. Where did that come from? Like, you got to talk about it. No, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, talk to him about your feelings first and then go on a date and go from there. Yeah. And I would hate to see this uh, friendship end, but. But, you know, like. But life's too short. Life's too short. Friendships break here and there. (laughs) 
But like, and even if they don't break, friendships can fade away because your life changes and so does theirs. And so like, it's okay. Yeah, that's true. Just go for it. Yeah. Bottom line. Okie dokie. My turn. Are you ready for this? Is it a long one? I don't think you're ready for this. I don't think you're ready for this. Because my body's bootylicious for you, babe. What song is that? Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I don't think it's Destiny Childs. Not I, I know what song you're talking about now, but was who was it? Wasn't she a part of? Yeah. Destiny's Child. But it, yeah, it was Beyonce and then some other two chicks. It's Beyonce. Yeah. Okay, continue. Anyways, next one. I got a job offer and I'm super excited. However, I haven't told my current job out of pettiness. Girl, love you already. Or whoever it is. is. Me petty. (laughs) I used to love what I did until I realized that I have been taken advantage of. I've invested endless hours into a company that's not mine. I've gotten nothing in return but a sad story of we're struggling and can't pay more. BS. So, a few thoughts in mind. One, give them my two weeks right after vacation continue working and only working my 40 uh, contracted hours asking for a raise and if they said no they uh if they can't quit the same day delete any all information needed to make the company money by the way they don't know how my department runs so if i delete or take this with me said chingaron (laughs) (laughs) no i was their first hire meaning that i know the ends and out they aren't aware So, obviously, you are a very, very important asset to this company, and you're an MVP, because if they don't know how to do your job, hmm, I would be afraid to lose you. That's true, but there are some companies that they don't care if they lose you, because you're easily replaceable. Yes. Yeah, but you know what? Their company might be in tangles when they hire this new person that has absolutely no clue what to do, like the way that you were doing it. I know. I agree. But like companies don't think like that. Companies can be like, okay, you want to leave? Then you can leave. They don't care if they're going to be losing a great worker. My thing is like, yes, you should tell them that you want a, like, wait. That you want the raise? You want the raise and see what happens. And if they don't, then fuck it. Just be like, okay, I'm quitting. There's another opportunity out there that's much better than this. And go from there. But I feel like if you take, uh, like you said, delete any all information needed to make the company money, that's just pettiness and not like being an adult. Because I believe in karma. No, I would do that. Because if this person says they've been working at their current job, you know, I don't know for how long, but for a while. And it sounds like this company had absolutely no clue what to do in that department prior to her coming in or him. And so if... I'm, it says she pretty much raised it from the ground up, right? Like that department. Yeah. So they, they need her and they're not realizing her importance and these documents, these forms, these, the ways that she was doing things, this is all her, but like, here's my thing. I would go with and leave with it. But here's my thing. I believe in karma and I believe in leaving no matter how much you hate a job or no matter how much this job is affecting you, you don't want to leave a workplace on a bad note because you don't know how life is going to end. You don't know if the other job you're having sucks and you need to go back to that job. And if you do that, you don't have a job no more because you left at a bad note. Yeah, but it sounds like this job is a one-man job. So as soon as you leave, they're going to replace you and there's no going back. It's not a one-man's job, I think. No, that department. Yeah, 
but now you can go back to another that same job and but have a, that different department. That's just my thing. I, I've always been like that when I leave jobs. I don't want to leave on a very bad note because I don't know what, what life is, has towards me, not towards me, but uh, before me or after me, whatever. I just don't know what life is going to, what what's going to happen in life. I think that it's not that bad because she's not he, she, whatever is not taking like, I don't know how to explain this. Like the way this person was doing things was the way this department was working and it was working because of the way she was doing these things. And if this company doesn't want to see that the way this person does things makes their company run smoothly then they deserve to see that when this person leaves the way she was doing things and whatever she brought in that they didn't have that she can take with her. I think she should because, because you're, you're not like at the end of the day. Yeah. It's kind of out of pettiness, but also like, okay, go ahead and replace me. Explain to them everything I was doing, which they can still do. Explain to them the way I was doing things. You don't have my stuff anymore because I'm taking it with me. But go ahead and try to have them do the same thing. And then they're going to struggle for a little bit. I just think we just have two different thoughts. Because I'm I'm thinking about a whole manager position. Because I was a manager before okay. that. I was never a manager. And I know that. And the reason saying that is that person, there was an employee that happened. And then asked me for a letter of recommendation. And me being petty because they left at a very bad place. I wrote a very bad letter of recommendation. And well, gave, I just wouldn't have wrote one at all. No, I wanted to know how the, I wanted to let the employer know how this person is. And I just feel like if that person ever wants to put that as a recommendation, they're going to give her a bad, a bad, a bad reputation because she's been there in that company for many years and other jobs want to see how long have you been in other jobs? If you only been at a job for one year, they're going to be like, what kind of like, yeah, maybe to quit the same day. The quit the same day, it's, uh, it would be a better place than just... What? Yeah, you're quitting the same day. No, it's better to put your two weeks in. First of all, a, a company can't come at you when you ask for a resume just because you decided to put your two weeks in. Now, if you quit on the same day that you ask for a raise and you don't get it, then they're going to be like, okay, this is out of pettiness. So then you can't get any letter of recs from them at all because now, you, now you're being petty. But I if forgot about- you... Put your two weeks in, and then they know you're leaving. Start gathering your stuff. I just say, okay, you can put it your two weeks, but you just don't take all the other information that you need. Just take some of it, at least. No, like you can train the other person because that's just—it's just. I'm just thinking about realistic. I'm thinking about karma. It's like what, like you never know what, how life is going to affect you. You never know what life has in store for you. Maybe like that saying uh, that sign says, "The grass is never greener on the other side." Maybe the other job looks great in paper, but you once you start working... Well, this person has a job offer. I just realized that. I got a job offer. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you'd never know how that job is going to be. Maybe the manager is like telling... The other manager is telling her, you're going to love this job because we do A, B, and C. It sounds great in paper, but it's not to, until you start working that you're like, shit, this job sucks. My other job is way better. Yes, I get paid less. But I love the other job. But sometimes a new job sucks because you don't know the ins and outs. And then once you learn them, you realize it's better. Trust me. I've had other jobs where I think that grass is greener on the other side. And on my first day, I'm like... <laughs> You're like, damn, this grass is dry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fuck. Like, this place sucks. And I go back to the other place. And the reason why I can go back to the other place is because I left on a good note. 
That's that's true. I, I guess never, you have to be a grown up. Yeah, we all we're adults. We don't just don't do anything out of pettiness. Just give out like if it. Just give your uh, two weeks right after your vacation and go from there. Yeah, just tell them that you have a job offer and that you're going to get paid more than what you uh, currently get paid and that if they can at least match or pay you more than that, you're willing to stay. If this is a place you're willing to stay, like because also if you're not happy at this place already, it doesn't even matter. The money doesn't matter if you're not happy there. But yeah. let's say you're used to this job and it's not a bad job, but the only bad thing about it is the money, then let them know, hey, I did apply for another job because this this income is just not cutting it for me, but I am willing to stay. If you're able to match that, if you're able to give me a raise, I would consider staying. If not, I'm going to sadly put my two weeks in. Yeah, that's the best response right there. Okay, I guess I had to be an adult for real quick. Your your turn. Okie dokie. Can you tell me what number we are? Number nine. I don't pay attention. Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) Okay. I am five months postpartum and I can't seem to find my style. I feel like the clothes I had before I got pregnant just isn't me anymore. And on top of that, it just doesn't flatter me anymore. It doesn't fit right at all. It's putting me in a funk, TBH. How do I get out of this funk and should I just go buy a bunch of new clothes? So, obviously, I'm in my postpartum era. <laughs> Am I? What's called? Like, I'm... Gianna's one. Am I still postpartum? I don't think you're in your postpartum era. I think you're done with your postpartum era. I don't know. I think it takes your body two years to, like, recuperate itself, actually. Yeah, but I don't think you're still in your postpartum era. I don't know, but let's just... Obviously, I was there not that long ago. So, Gianna's one, just turned one. And I've been there, done that, where you feel like nothing in your closet looks good. If if it even fits. At first, nothing fits. Some people come out and of their, you know, come out of the hospital and everything fits already. But a lot more people, things don't fit or they don't fit right or they just don't look good anymore. But you got to think about it like this. You're pregnant for nine, ten months. That entire time, you weren't able to wear what was in your closet. You had to wear leggings and shirts and other stuff that fit your whole pregnancy journey. So that's an entire year of you not wearing that clothes. Then you have your baby and you still can't wear your clothes because you don't just come out looking like you never had a baby. You come, you come out of the hospital and you still can't wear that clothes. So let's just say five, six, seven, eight months later, you're finally able to wear that clothes. Well, now it's been two years that you wore that clothes. Different style. Comes, yeah. Yeah. So now that's not even your style. That's not even you. On top of it not fitting correctly, it's been two years since you even liked it. So it's totally okay. You have to give yourself grace. It's totally okay to be like, you know what? I don't feel good in this. I don't even like it. Doesn't fit me right. Feels tight here or it's loose here or whatever. For whatever reason, it's just not you anymore. You're not the same person anymore. Yeah. And I just feel like doing a whole closet makeover will pump you up. Will put you up and it will. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing feeling. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this right now because I was at a very low point where I didn't like how I looked. Okay. And it was due to my clothes because I got a little chunky, you know. 
Okay. <laughs> so every time I would put He's a clothes, little thick. I'm a little thick. I'm not a little thick. I'm a lot thick. And I would put my clothes and I'm like, crap, that doesn't fit me. So I would, it would put me down. But now that I'm doing a whole closet makeover, giving clothes away, I'm like, okay, I can go shopping again. Yeah. And you're not putting yourself down by attempting to put on the clothes that you already know doesn't fit you. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, I just feel like doing a whole closet makeover will, it will hurt your wallet, but you know, who cares? But it'll make you feel better. It'll make you feel better. And it will give you, again, your hopes up of like, okay, now I can go back to my style game. Yeah. And don't, this is where I feel like sometimes when you become a mom, you fall into this funk because you insist on bouncing back and being your old self. But the thing is, you will never not be a mom anymore. You will never be your old self. And that's the beauty of it that you get to be this whole other new person with this whole other new style or maybe similar to the old one but new clothes with a different body you need to embrace it and you need to feel good about yourself and you will not feel good like edgar said when you continue to go into that closet where things don't fit you where things are not your style where you keep searching for what you're going to wear and then by the time you needed to go out now you've put yourself down you've talked crap to yourself Mm -hmm. And now you don't feel good. So take all that stuff out of the closet. Start brand new. Or maybe there's a few selected items in your closet that are still like, okay, I like these. Leave those selected few things and take everything else out. Don't look at it. And I just feel like sometimes like we are stuck in the media. Like when we see celebrities like bouncing back to their like their yeah, old bouncing lifestyle. back after their surgery. But it's like they have the personal trainers. They have all this. They go. They have to, chefs. They, they have, have chef, money. Yeah. They have money. Like, but that is because they have money and they have people that work for them. And and that's their job. That, it's their job. Yeah. And I just feel like we need to stop looking and uh, idolizing mm-hmm. those celebrities because that is not a real life. They have people that help them get back into the place they were before getting pregnant. And also, sometimes it's not even their real life either. You know, people can post Photoshop stuff. People can post certain angles that make them look great, like they quote-unquote bounce back. They have stylists who style them certain ways so that their bodies look good. Mm -hmm. They can go get surgeries. They can go do, like, whatever massages that help their body. They can do so many things. I'm not saying you can't. You can go totally do those things, but you don't. Yeah, you don't need to idolize that. Yeah, you don't need to idolize that. You need to idolize yourself. It's not realistic. No, you need to idolize yourself and idolize the moment what's going on. Idolize that you're a brand new mom. Idolize that you are, or maybe your second, your third kid. Like, mm-hmm. idolize that and go from there. It's a new era, a new chapter. Go from there. You're a new you. A new you. And embrace it. Yes, embrace it, girl. Mm-hmm. Work it. Yes. Okay, next one. Next one. I have a question, girlies. So my best friend is dating this girl, which is which I am also friends with. The girl told me that she cheated on my best friend a couple of days ago because she feels that something's going on with her relationship. Should I tell my best friend this? Another insight is that I know that my best friend is going to break up with her soon because he told me. Oh my God. <laughs> what is your guys' advice? I'm stuck in a pickle. Here's my thing. How long have you known known this girl for? Here's my thing. If this is your best friend versus is this girl close to you? No, yeah. 
But my thing is like, how long have you known this girl versus your best friend? But if this is your best friend, you should just stick with your best friend because you know that this gonna, girl is going to be out. Yeah. So I just feel like I wouldn't tell my best friend this because like, <gasps> I wouldn't. What kind of best friend are you? But he's leaving. Oh, hell no. No, he's leaving already, this girl. Nope, I don't care. As my best friend, your duty is to tell me that I'm getting cheated on. I don't care that I told you, hey, I'm going to break up with this person in two days. You better tell me. I would, wouldn't. What a best friend. No, I'm just... They're gonna okay, bre- flip it. Let's flip it. Yeah. What if I knew you were getting cheated on and... I'm like, oh, well, Edward's going to break up with him in a week. He told me so. So you wouldn't want to know that they were already cheating on you? No. Because then I would be out of pettiness, would start this huge commotion and everything and go from there. Great. Start this huge commotion no, and everything. Because I don't like leaving. I don't like having. You pen- wouldn't even start the commotion, first of all. I would. Trust me. Merlin, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. When it comes to a whole relationship thing, like you don't know me. <laughs> uh, well, I know all the relationship <laughs> stuff and I know you could be petty. I could be petty. But when somebody cheats on you, as you should be petty. Yeah, but like you're gonna break up with this person. I would still wanna know. I would know right after. I wouldn't mind if that person tells me right after. So you would tell Okay, so this you would let your best friend get cheated on and then after they break up with their significant other be like, by the way, I knew they were cheating on you. So let me tell. Okay. So let's just say in your situation, not your situation, but let's say, for example, you're getting cheated on, but you're on your significant other, but you, you already told me that you're going to break up with him in a week or so. I'll wait until that week happens. If it doesn't happen, then be like, Hey, listen, you said that you were going to break up with this person this week and you didn't, and you didn't. And I kept this because you were already going to break up with this person. But this person told me this last week. And I didn't tell you because you were going to already break up with her but in a week. But you didn't. So here's what happened. Okay, you're back on a good... You were on my shit list really quick. <laughs> if no. you were never going to tell them. Oh, no. Let me, I needed to explain myself. But no, that's my thing. If you, if you already know that that person's going to get break, like broken up in a week or whatever, wait until that happens. If it doesn't, then just go like, hey, listen. Just don't say like, oh, I know this for a week. <laughs> just be like, hey, I found out that so-and-so cheated on you i still think that if somebody if you consider somebody your best friend those are things that cannot be kept true because they're your best friend and that's one of the rules yeah damn i suck as a i suck as a friend well that sounded like a bad (laughs) friend for a moment but if i was their her situation or that person's situation well, yeah, but that was still your opinion, which True. made it sound like you wouldn't, if, if that was you, you wouldn't tell your friend. Because, like, that person already has a whole... No, but this is your best... You do not keep stuff like that from a best friend. I know, but, like, that person already is going to break up with that person, like, in whatever timing it is. Yeah, but oh, that's just something serious. Like, when somebody cheats on you... Like, what if this person breaks up with them and then... So you already know that, like, you know, this person says, my, my friend already told me that they're breaking up with mm. them. Okay, fine. They break up with them. And this significant other already cheated on them. But what if she tries to get back to him and they start talking again 
because you never told him that he got cheated on no then then that's when i'm like hey listen it's like this is what happened i'll just just say it right away <laughs> but that's but maybe, that's just me no maybe it will change and like i have never gotten to that point like i never been um i have never been put in that situation like what if your best friend gets pissed off at you because you didn't say anything okay then yeah probably but i never got to that situation so that maybe a thought that just came out of my mind but if i was put in that situation then maybe i would be like hey listen i think if somebody's really close mm-hmm. to you you need to say something because i think we've all been there where we hear or we see something about you know somebody getting cheated on but if they're not close to you you just kind of like know them from school or you knew them because they're so-and-so's friend and you're like damn like you're getting played like that really sucks but you don't say anything because they're not close to you that's different but if this is supposed to be your bestie mm. damn okay i'm gonna go now i suck as a best friend <laughs> now i'm questioning you no i've told you all the secrets i told you everything okay good good next and is it the final next and final one yes girl okay this is gonna be juicy it better be juicy because it's the final one it says i have a question girlsies wait no that's no, the that's one you read it's room 11 oh room 11 question it's a room 11. 11 let me go to a different room <laughs> question 11 <laughs> sorry okay Okay, so this isn't really my issue, but it kind of is. My friend is in a relationship, and she thinks she's getting cheated on for, like, the millionth time, if I'm being honest. And she texts me and talks to me about the situation. I've even gone with her on little adventures to try to catch him actively cheating. We have literally seen his car parked where it shouldn't be, but she still doesn't leave him. I just think it's a waste of time for her, and she really has no business keeping herself in that kind of relationship, quote-unquote relationship. It's very toxic, and honestly, I'm getting kind of tired hearing about it and it being the same thing over and over, so I don't even try to fight it anymore. I just listen. What should I do as a, what should I do as a friend? Like, do I just let it be, or do I tell her straight up? That's a good one. Very juicy. Um, first of all, it does get annoying to hear that the same person is having the same problem over and over and over and it could easily be solved by saying bye so my advice to you because you're saying what should i do as a friend do i just let it be or tell her straight up it sounds like they has this has been going on so if you have not told her anything at all about this relationship before be straight up but if you've been straight up before and it seems to not make a difference and she continues to allow herself to be in this toxic relationship when you've already put your two three four five 40 cents let it be let it be because clearly they're not letting go for whatever reason and even though you know this is not going to end well it's already not going well it's very toxic for both of them it's taking up a lot of space in her brain and it's nothing good's coming out of it you already know that and if you've already expressed that and it continues to be the same thing, let her ride the wave. Let her ride the wave because she's going to have to learn. She's going to learn today. She's going to learn the hard way. By herself because now you're just going to have to be the friend that listens. Even though you've listened to the same story 20 <laughs> times, you're just going to listen and nod your head because you were already straight up and this person doesn't listen. But they're going to learn. Trust me. 
yeah they're gonna learn the hard way and i feel like yeah just let it happen just don't even give her any advices anymore be like fuck it i told you multiple times what to do and you're not listening you're a just be that <laughs> what fr- were you gonna say I'm not- <laughs> say it <laughs> I'm not you're gonna- a dumb ass yeah <laughs> no but like yeah just- i thought you were gonna say dumb be no you're a dumbass for not listening taking that, that advice but then i just feel like if that friend like once that happens that friend's gonna be like oh my god you're not a good friend why didn't you tell why me why did you tell me and you can be like girl i did tell you one two three four five six hundred times <laughs> i'm the type of person that i would be like i told you so i told you so i don't need, i don't need race my text messages like i said and i would be like listen receipts yes i have receipts on may 7th 2007 at 75 2007 2007 boy your receipts are a little bit old you said this and then again on 2011 i said this and then in 2022 you still yes you're a fucking dumbass <laughs> So don't tell me. Okay, dude. This <laughs> advice has gotten out of control. No, but no. On a serious note. <laughs> just let, like Merlin said, just let her ride the wave. And she's going to know the hard way. You were there. You were trying to be a good friend by listening and giving your opinion. But if she doesn't, if she doesn't listen, not listen, but if she doesn't take your opinion, then let it be. Let it be. And you know, this this situation sounds like a similar story from back in my younger days. Ooh. So that's why I said just let let the friend ride the wave because sometimes you try to be there, you try to be there. You freaking even go out of your way to go with them, to go try to find them and catch them cheating. You even you even might go out of your way to talk to the boyfriend and be like, listen here, what you're doing is not right. But you're going out of your way too much. That's it. it you're putting yourself in their situation and their toxic situation is what you're doing if you continue to try to change what's happening you're just gonna have to let it happen yeah you're putting yourself in a very sadly uncomfortable uncomfortable situation if you go out of your way and if you do all that stuff and of course you know once it does happen and everything goes to crap be there for your girly don't be like i told you so no you tell her i told you so bitch (laughs) if you're if you're close to her on the second time, oh, not on the first God. time. That yeah, you guys not hang not out. when they're first yeah. coming to you that they're crying because they broke up. Not not right there. No, maybe if you guys are get drunk and go from there and like are talking about your guys's problem, you're like, yeah, bitch, I fucking told you. Yeah, just let her write it. Yeah, let, let her, her learn her lesson. She's gonna learn the lesson in a very hard way because like she's not paying attention to whatever you say. You're not. She's not like following and don't go with her anymore to try to catch him cheating if you've already caught him once twice whatever that was enough doesn't need to be caught more times i feel like that's very toxic like Like, if you are going out out of your way to find yourself find your significant other cheating girl leave them like yeah it's an issue already that's that's like a freaking (laughs) red flag like why are you freaking going out because you think that you're cheating on him not cheating on him but you're getting cheated on like girl girl bye like fuck that shit <laughs> why are you freaking no and you're still with him no no he's been caught once twice three times too many times goodbye once a cheater always a cheater girl oh, here we go again <laughs> <laughs> no but as a friend i would just let her ride the wave and whenever it happens if they break up or whatever they do be there for her 
And hope she doesn't get hope, herself yeah. in another situation then like that. And if she does, then fucking be like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Or, or be like, <laughs> you know what? This is too toxic yeah. for me. <laughs> or be like, I don't want to hear no more of your situationships, friendship, not friendship, relationships. It could, it could be toxic, toxic, toxic for you too as the friend if you're putting yourself in that situation like that. Imagine all the gray hairs that that person would get. Todas las canas. Oh, no. I know. Que dramatico. And I no. love drama, but not the drama I want to be in. No, that that kind of drama drains you. That's freaking like telenovela times a hundred. Yeah, and that's why a novela is a novela because you don't want to. If your life's starting to look like a novela, leave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a freaking episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe. Yeah, if it sounds like yeah. an episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe, deuces. Where's my white ro- my white rose, please? Get your white rose and leave. And then that freaking air that looks like a fucking pedal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The fart noise, not the fart noise, but the fart. Yeah. Air. Leave the situation. Obtain your white rose, and never look back. Yeah, never look back, girl. And that is all for today's juicy episode. Thank you for all those responses. They were very, very amazing. Like I said, we are experts um, experts on this situation. Follow all the advices that we give you. Yeah, specifically the ones Edgar gives. Yeah, because I give <laughs> perfect ones because I don't follow my own advice either. <laughs> yeah, we give advice that we don't follow, but you should. Yeah, you should. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... It, that, that is it let us know if you would like a part two maybe we can do this like every two three months or maybe once a month i don't know because i really liked this episode i did this was very fun very 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 and fun. all of you girlies in these situations and boilies and whoever like <laughs> whoeverlies please run please run and i hope that the next time we do an episode like this you can write in and tell us how great your life has been yeah Keep us updated. Yeah, now we want to know. We're invested. <laughs> if you got your ass whooped with any of our conversations, not conversations, but advices, let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know if they worked. Yeah. And that is all. Please follow us on our Instagram. What is it? At For The Girls Pod, because that is where you will write in your responses. That is where you will find some info. That's where you will find if we posted a new episode. But... If you didn't know by now, when do we post new episodes? Every Wednesday update. That's right. This one was posted Friday just because it's a special, because you guys are special. Yeah. Special, special. That's right. Every last Friday of the month. Yeah, we'll be posting. We'll be posting a little special thing for you guys. Yes. And that is all. So I hope you have a great weekend, a great life. I hope you have. Oh, do you have something philosophical? Oh, I don't know. Let me think about it when after this. I hope... No, you know what? Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's been half a year now of 2023. Oh, my God. Like, half the year already went by. And I hope you guys can reflect on this year. On the half a year? On the half a year. And be... And see yourself how... Like, where you have... Where it has... How far you have come. How far this has taken you. And be very proud of yourself. You know? Mm Because you're doing the best for yourself that and that's the key word you're doing what's best for you yes do not focus on sally who already did three times more than you and you're like just a random name you know like oh she did three times more things than me like what what a failure you don't know sally's situation you don't know if she has more help than you you're not sally focus on yourself yeah you don't know if sally has an OnlyFans. (laughs) okay (laughs) oh we're done goodbye everybody yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Next bye. time. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>